What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Brother MT, and we're here with another Metric Mate Minute podcast. On the Metric Mate Minute podcast, we cover leaders from all over the world telling you about how they do what they do, why they do what they do, and how staying fit keeps them in their best mindset. Let's go. What's going on, everybody, man? Welcome to another Metric Made Minute podcast. This is your boy, Brother MT. And as always, man, I'm coming to bring you some of the most amazing people in the world, in industry, in life. And I'm being amazed at myself. We're actually here at Sorenex Strength Equipment, man, getting some calibrations in for Metric Made, doing our thing, always progressing forward and always pushing to be the best. And I was like, I got to get this interview while I'm here because my energy is so high, the energy in this place. It's so electric. I got to get this person in particular in here while I'm on this set, man. Tashan Parks Twyman, one of the greatest people that I've met. I've learned from her. I've researched her. I've seen her do her thing. And it is just amazing. So I'm super glad that she's here. You know, I'm not the one to give you all the information about who these people are. They know themselves better than I do. And I don't want to give away no stuff. So to share, tell the community what's going on and how amazing you are. Cause I know you are. Cause I think you are. And I just told them that you are. Let them know. All right. Okay. So when I go on tour, everyone knows MT is going to be my hype man. Okay. Can't get a better hype man than MT. Right. So thanks MT for that amazing introduction. So for everyone who doesn't know me, my name is Tishan Parks Twyman. As I always tell people, you know, all our Game of Thrones fans. I'm the first of my name. I'm the only one in the world. Like literally, I'm the only one in the world with my name. So just to tell you a little bit about what I do. Oh man, just, man, it's a lot. I do a lot. Just give them a snip because you do so much. Just give them a snip. I do a lot. (laughs) So what I always tell people right now is my specialty has always been in sales and marketing, right? But the focus that I use is I, I leverage the power of emotional intelligence and I blend it with analytics. So it helps people to better connect to their ideal customer, craft resonating marketing campaigns, which naturally leads to an increase in sales without you being pushy and stressful and having your energy all over the place, right? So I always found that this is not talked a lot about in sales, right? So I've coined that I take a feminine approach to a masculine situation, right? And it's not about being dainty and girly and effeminate. An approach is different than energy, right? So If you want to see leaders that took a feminine approach or men, men, masculine men who took a feminine approach, you can look no further as Jesus Christ or you can look at Barack Obama. They approached it for more of a permission base, a request base. So they pulled people to them, which means you reduce a lot of holistic exerted energy, less mental, less emotional and damn sure less physical. Right. So that's what I do. I work primarily now with women because women are more earlier adopters to it. But my clientele is still 90% men. That's interesting. They're like, well, how can I improve my sales when I'm talking to my sisters? Where y'all come from, right? And I love it. So I have a blended audience, but I work primarily with women uh, seasoned to startups to seasoned entrepreneurs. I help work with them taking a feminine approach to the masculine process of sales and their sales and marketing takes off. And then now we're going to be including, um, have a crew now with my company, HR professionals. So I've been matching with HR professionals to let them do their thing, go through the logistics, but it still comes to when you look at your logistics and operations of your company, it needs to parallel your sales and marketing. The teams need to be parallel and working synchronously. That reduces energy expenditure. I know energy is not something you can see, but it is quantifiably real. 
right? And so when it comes to business, we do things on facts, not feelings, right? So we need to do things based on energy. Energy is quantifiable. And when things are in sync and they are parallel, you are more effective, you are more efficient, and it just feels good, right? So that's a little bit about me. MT probably knows I follow my own instructions. He can probably tell I am the happiest I have ever been in my life. And it's just getting gooder and gooder by the month. I love it. I love it. Now, you know, we're all about the energy, all about the positivity, all about moving forward with your best foot and not the foot that you left in the past. Being able to, to harness this energy, this potential that everybody has that we're losing so much to to these superfluous tasks. How does that move what you do? Because you said you practice what you preach, but how does that technically move what you do? Well, the first thing is that is one of my favorite quotes ever in life to that own self be true. First of all, you got to really get to know who you are, right? Seven years ago, I took, I was in a head-on collision. Well, it was eight years ago. I was in a head-on collision. I was forced to go to physical rehabilitation therapy and mental therapy. There, they gave me a series of mental assessments and came to find out that I went and took the uh, assessment and it told me I was an introvert. I was like, is that why I'm always tired? Like it had nothing to do with personality. When I tell most people I'm an introvert, they're like, no, I'm like, yeah, introversion isn't about being shy. And plus my gregariousness is a skill that was developed. It was developed, but I get my energy internally. So the first thing I always would tell people, I recommend taking assessments like the Myers-Briggs type indicator. It's one of my favorite personality types, but it talks about how you process information. The processing for information is the catalyst of energy. So all of your energy comes from there. The second one I would read, this has nothing to do with this, but understanding how do you process the emotion from the thought? Are you an internalizer or an externalizer, right? And there's combinations of both because it tells you how to You'll understand your waves and flows. And the third book I end up reading was The Power of Full Engagement, which says you don't manage time, you manage energy. So if I can say anything to anyone of, of a shift, I want you to take a look at it, is shift from this exchanging time for money. Can't exchange time. Time is a constant. You don't own it. Only God controls it. You exchange activity and energy for other things. So when you start looking at how to conserve, preserve maximize and focus, you want to look at all of your energies holistically, right? And and it's all going to depend and you feel your way through. You find that you're an introvert or an extrovert. It's just basically how you get your energy. And I say, go from there. And then it starts to help you navigate the process. I just want to give a couple of gems. I'm not going to do it all today, but for me, I'm an introvert. I finally made peace. I spent 80% of my time all day with myself in deep contemplation. The type of introvert I am, I need time to process. Because I do so much deep mental thinking, physical exertion does not increase my energy. It actually makes me exhausted. So if I go work out, my recovery time is twice as long as my workout because I'm using the area of my body that is not the strongest, which is my physical. So I need more recovery time. If I do an all day like this weekend, I did all weekend mastermind, bruh, I didn't get, I'm honestly, I didn't get up to 30 this morning. I was like, I need to sleep the whole week because I'm processing. So mine is very rare and I'm hoping I'm talking to some rare people out there, but understand how do you activate your energy? How do you process your energy and learning how you process your emotions probably is the key to helping you align with the exercises you should do or not do, the foods you should eat 
or not eat. The places you should go or not go, all of that conserves your energy. It can bolster it because at the end of the day, when you were born, God gave you a finite amount of energy. And as you get old, you are expending it. You're not getting any back. There's a lot of it. That's why when you're younger, you're all over the place. So you like MT, you know, I always tell them you're doing too much. You're still doing the lights, right? <laughs> MT is a lot younger than me. And I was like, he got, he got it. I got to a certain age. I'm like, no, I don't. I was tired a long time. Mm-mm, no. So now I'm learning how to, I'm actually not learning. I'm more effective. And I wish I would have, somebody would have told me in my 20, I'd be on my Mark Zuckerberg. I would be like, like rich, rich. With, and I'd have a lot more energy to experience life. That's what I would recommend and do. And that's what I do. No doubt. You you hit so many pieces. You drop so many gems up in there. I'm telling you, y'all never going to miss an episode of the Metro May podcast where we don't get some gems up in this piece, man. Guaranteed. Man, you'll never miss a portion where we don't get some gems. We're going to make sure that we bring people on that drop gems that are going to give you that information. And one of the biggest pieces that really resonates with me, as you know, I'm an introvert as well. I'm INTJ. I have done my Myers-Briggs several times. So I'm very aware of where I fit in this puzzle called life in this thing called society. And knowing that just because we have this gregarious nature, we have learned to be outspoken and, and thorough in things that we do does not necessarily mean that with people is where we gain our energy, where we recharge. We're giving out a lot at that time. And this is definitely a segue into my next question because the pandemic has been wonderful for me. <laughs> I have had an amazing time being able to, to do the things that I need to do, but also have that, that excuse, I guess it would be, for a time to not see anybody and recharge myself, focus on myself. How has this pandemic affected you and what you do? The pandemic, I made more money during the pandemic than I had in a decade. I have more energy because everybody had to sit, like your mom had to sit down somewhere and be quiet. So what happened is all of the permeating energies that were out there with people talking places had a deep effect on me. I'm, I mean, empty. I was tired all the time. But the fact that people were able to slow down and we're almost forced to do what we were taught, what God told us to do is go sit down somewhere, renew your mind and recharge and get some rest. We got a respite. We got a recharge. We got a pivot to pause, right? And what it did for me was it let me just, I mean, if you go out now, y'all notice how nice the sky looks, the air quality is better, uh, the leaves are greener, right? You know, the colors, you look at people's clothes and it's not as, it was just an amazing feeling. So for someone, an introvert, and I'm a hypersensitive introvert, I take in all energy. It was like amazing. So it allowed, this was an opportunity to allow me, the, the environment supported me to be more efficient. I wasn't stressed. I wasn't questioning myself that do I need to go this event, that event. I could sit down somewhere. And then number two, I had been working from a computer remotely for the past eight years. So when people say, how did, how did the pandemic hit you? I'm an introvert who works from home. I mean, being in a house coat now was more, you know, official. I actually dress up more now when most people dress down. I'm like, but it was amazing. So I, I think that I would recommend anyone listening to this take an opportunity to all the years that you weren't able to catch a break or catch your breath, just go sit down somewhere for a hot minute, right? You know, get some of these government grants, get your business up and running together because they just giving out money, right? Capitalizing on opportunities, things that you were struggling to pay. 
you know how you were, you know, finagling your bills, finagle more now and keep more your money. They expect they're okay. Right now, the world just needs to just pause and just take a moment and ask yourself moving forward. You see what we've gone through. You see what we've gone through in the past four years. If you didn't feel a sigh of relief at 12.01 p.m., January 20th, if you didn't feel the whole country, world just breathe, if you didn't understand energy more and anything about energy in these past four years, I don't know what to tell you, right? I'm preparing to do really nothing the next three days because when you see this, right, we know it's going to be whatever quarter. We're preparing for something tomorrow where there's going to be a wave of grief. And because I am a high receptor, I have to position my stuff to be able, I'm going to have to turn off all devices because the collective wave I'm going to receive. Some people are not that receptive. Some people, I don't feel it. You may not consciously feel it. You may not be as sensitive, but you are impacted by it. You don't feel gamma rays either, but they impact you. I'm about to go into some science. Let me go back, pull my, let me pull it back. Okay. We're about to, we're talking about energy. Y'all about to take me to my physics. About to pull it back. It's gonna get, we're going to get deep. We're going to go into energy and physics. If we were talking about energy, we're like, oh, as a matter of fact, you're not even static. So the pandemic was obviously wonderful. You look wonderful. As I told you before, you're glowing. You got your hair flowing. You're out yes. here. I see right. You. You, I got, a, you know, real hair, color and hair. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> with that, we know that you found a way to stay on top of your fitness and, and mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally. You have taken this time to build back whatever was taken away during that time. We obviously see that you're out here glowing. We see that the hair is flowing. We see that you're looking good. You're telling us how you're feeling good. How has being a, having the time to be able to build that up and get that mental, that spiritual, that emotional, that physical fitness in line helped you now? And how will that help you going into the future? You know what the interesting part was? Because it was a, it was a, a desire to heal. Like one of the things I do with my, my clients, I do everything holistically. So mental, emotional, we talk about fiscal, but 80% of it is intrinsic. So what happens is 90% of all your issues come from only two areas, mental and emotional. And so there, your process of your mental and emotional in your body are just like seasons. Some people are in the bottom. They're in a hole. You're mentally and emotionally hurt. If that's you in this season, you just need to sit down somewhere, right? You're here trying to, you know, out here trying to jump off the roof like Superman and you can't even get out of the bed. It's okay. Because if you're not okay with where you are, you cannot do the appropriate things to heal, to get to the next space, like being mentally and emotionally hurt. That's a lot of people. These past four years have done so much damage that people as a byproduct, whether intentionally or unintentionally are hurt. And if you don't recognize that you're wounded, or if you're, or if it's not acknowledged that you're wounded, you'll continue to carry the hurt moving forward. You will not heal. You'll still be hurt. You'll be working on hurt. But if you take some time and sit down somewhere, get some mental and emotional therapy, find out what's therapeutic because you still need to heal. You'll get to a more fresher place. I call the healing phase. The healing phase is interesting because this is so counter, it's counterintuitive. And it appears counterproductive to our society. You're not producing. You ever see people that are really, really good at what they do, but they ain't really doing a damn thing for years because they were healing. I knew I was healing. I knew if I tried to produce, which is what you should do when you're healthy, while I was healing, it kept falling apart. 
You trying to plant seeds when you need to be cultivating the soil, this is not going to work. Sometimes you may can just maintain what you're doing, but most of the time is healing those past traumas, healing those past wounds. The one of the things that my therapist said to me that has never changed about what I think is every Black person needs to go to therapy because of systemic racism and 400 years of compounding oppression. We all have PTSD, whether you are aware of it or not. I can give you a perfect example. If you're African-American and you're listening to this, go into the room. When you walk into the room and you know you're one of the very few of the only Black people, the moment before you walk in, you get this feeling that hits you. It's like a little small, sometimes subtle, sometimes it's big. It's called anxiety. Your body is automatically triggered to switch you into code, to switch you into a character. We are on character and rather than being holistically authentic, do you know how much mental energy exertion it takes? It takes a toll on your mind. It takes a toll on your emotions. It takes a toll on your heart and it's not going away. So you need to heal. Once you do those things, health is a byproduct. See, healthy is a state that came from doing the things that before that led to it. So only thing I'm doing right now is I'm, I incrementally ascend on my same habits, right? I'm going to give something that's funny. I've been reading this book called Atomic Habits, right? And it talks about if you, Atomic Habits, if you increase your one little small thing, 1% every day, you'll get 365% come. Then reading it, he added another layers. You know, I love cake. And I talk about cake. He said, now create sequence of rituals. He said, but the most thing is to start with your identity. Start with who you are and then align a result. And in between point A and point B, you do little small micro steps. And what happens when you do small ones? So I'm going to tell you guys something that's funny that I had never done. I, don't judge me. Judge your mama, okay? That I had never done in 40 years, 40 something years from being a kid. What most of us do, we don't do things based on process. We did things based on individual performance. Black people taught to work, 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 but we were working someone else's process. We were never instructed to create or be owners of our own processes, right? So when your mom said, just do, do your work, there was no process taught about how you do your work. Just do a good job. There was no process. See, everything has a process. We were always taught about the performance. So we lean into the energy. So in 2018, I decided I was going to start doing a habit. Okay. Like I said, don't judge me, judge your mama. Okay. I started brushing my teeth every morning, every night and flossing. I always did it in the morning. I didn't always do it at night. And I definitely didn't floss, right? Oh my God, my teeth is a, it's so much now of a habit. I don't even think about it. And it's the interesting part. When I don't feel like doing it, that compounded effort leans in and be like, Heffa, you're really not going to get up and brush your teeth. The energy of trying to restrain and not do it is more than the energy. I'm like, oh no. It comes into things that you make or add to where you create that resistance, like working out a muscle. But it was a little thing. I now have a complete morning routine that I do without thinking. I'm talking about literally get up in the morning. I can tell you my routine now without even thinking. It's no energy, but I created a flow. So when you have a flow and there's fluidity and there's currency and there's there's not a lot of any exertion, especially when you create your environment. So it's it's not about all this extra go hard and then push. Yeah, at times, but those are very small increments, right? Very small increments. So my energy. All I'm going to be doing is adding other layers. That's like with the money. My competency, your competency or your gift doesn't go away. Just because you have the, you may not have the ability to express it at the same level didn't go away. So people, why you don't talk about making money? 
because I've been selling stuff since I was eight years old. That, that didn't go away, my ability to express it. And what I did differently versus focusing on individual pushing for performance, I started looking at the books like the, the Powerful Engagement, the Sports Performance Institute that looked at athletes and professional. You know, professionals are different than everybody else. Professionals need to make sure that their process holistically is how they get the millions. And they only did small things. And it was understanding how to be in alignment with who you are and what you want to do, being honest, being realistic, and then take a holistic approach. Everything around you was in alignment with that. It means it was less exerted energy on you. So whatever your talent was, you can spend a focus on that. But the beautiful part is you could stay present. So that's why they were enjoying their life. Most of us are living in the future or relishing or guilting in the past that you're not present because you're leaning to your individual performance rather than allowing the process to do what it's going to do. I don't have to worry about what's going to happen if I add two plus two. Kind of know what's going to happen. Kind of know that that thing is going to produce a four. So when you know what the process is going to do, you reserve so much energy that you actually get to enjoy life. So as I start to scale, I scale where everything now vibrates. Every area of my life is now harmonious on insane, even something that first you have to stabilize some areas. That's what I did. Got healthy. Now it's the same instruction. So my scales are incremental. I scale 1%. And if I scale two, if for the whole week, here's a tip. I can't maintain in a healthy capacity, this routine I just did, then we're not going to increase. We're going to do this until we can sustain this thing. For all you business owners out there, that's probably one of the things with rapid scale. It's not sustainable in the business implodes. Whole nother story, right? Quibby. So <laughs> that's all I'm going to do. And then when I decide <laughs> to get to a point that I may want to plateau or, you know, then it's time for me to exit. I'm good, but I can sustain it and it's healthy, right? So that's how my growth is going to go. I'm just doing the same thing, just going to scale the routine to the whatever I want to do. Love it. Love it. And we're not going to go by that like you didn't say Quibi. Come on now. <laughs> just go, oh, okay. that. Right. You know how to kind of Gucci, you know, throw that in there. <laughs> tragic. Tragic. Right. I love it. I love it, man. Look, community, if you all are not taking in what is being dropped down right now, I don't really understand why. I don't understand why. She talks about energy. She talked about growth. She talks about incremental changes that bring you closer together and i'm, I'm gonna get this point out before she bring in another one because i know she got no because i was i was about, i was about to throw in i know why they don't do it that was it i knew the answer that church finger and, and that's cool we know why and, and if you want to find out more you can definitely reach out to the shed she will drop <laughs> the gems on you for a fee but it's okay <laughs> <laughs> you know drop, but, look, listen but, drop them on mt too because he knows too he know you better listen hey, to that man better I believe listen the film. anyway we're gonna, we're gonna act like i'm running this thing right here so <laughs> No, no, no. She has helped me in tremendous ways. And and that's why I'm really glad that she's here to drop these jewels, to drop this information in front of you all. Um, Because if you're not picking up what's being laid down, then there's a reason why. And hopefully we'll be you'll be able to find that reason and move forward past that in the future without a doubt. But, you know, everybody knows that watches this. I have to ask you, you drop so much and I'm pretty sure if we were to take the rake and sweep up all of these gems that you've laid down. We could build the biggest gym that's ever seen in, in our lives for sure. But if you had that one crown jewel, that one that was going to fit right in the middle of that massive structure from all of the gems and jewels you have and have fostered and, and harvested out of your life. If you had that one, that Gucci main chain size jewel, as I say, what would it be for the community? OK, it's like a it's like a tag team. 
right? Okay. Get clear and follow instructions. It's pretty simple, right? Once I, my mom always used to tell me, all that I get and get understanding. And I thought that was like a whole verse until I decided one day to pick up the Bible and read it and realize it was an actual linear formula. And it's Proverbs 4 and 7. Some of y'all church folks going to probably, oh yeah. I said, instead of trying to hallelujah for the scripture, actually dissect it. If you dissect it into a mathematical equation, it says that wisdom is the principal thing and therefore get wisdom and all thy getting, get understanding. So number one, wisdom is the principal thing, but principal mean responsible for all things. So that's telling you something. And it says in all thy getting, get understanding, which means you don't have it. So some of y'all think y'all are smarter than the average bear. You may know have the knowledge. That's one component of wisdom, but you lack experience. Uh, you got to have both for you to be wise, right? And it says, and all that get, getting under, get understanding, understanding is why. So when I looked at that one day, I was like, that's a, that's an equation. You know, I love, you know, <laughs> my TJ, everything is an equation. So I was like, wisdom plus understanding equals clarity. Clarity is a mental thing. Clarity is, is a mental, it's intrinsic. Confusion is intrinsic. Chaos is external, right? This is for some of the ladies listening. Ladies, have you ever walked into your house and your kids was throwing everything everywhere, stuff all over the place? It just looks like a tornado. They're screaming. Somebody's crying. And you are peacefully in your head like, damn, this is sick. Because you, you know what you got to do in the chaos. You know how to get it together. You know how to snatch it up. You know how to get it together. You know how to snatch it up. You know how to make it do what it do. See, when you are mentally clear, clarity is the environment. It's the space in which peace exists. And the more you increase your clarity, all the experiences that you want in life are internal. They naturally manifest and grow exponentially without any exerted effort or focus. I don't have to focus on being consistent when I'm clear. I don't have to focus on being confident when I'm clear. Because if I'm clear, I increase my confidence. When I'm clear, probably going to be more consistent because I know what I should do and not do. When I'm clear, I'm going to be more competent. When I'm clear, I'm going to be more productive. But also when I'm clear, I'm less fearful. I'm less anxious, right? I worry less when you're clear. Clear goes on in your mind. And the other one is follow instructions. Anyone who has listened to me for the past five years knows rule number one, follow instructions. Rule number two, follow rule number one, right? Whatever rule I give someone, if the first, whatever that first rule is, follow it, right? For those who work with me and my masterminds, my coaches, can't say what rule number one is here because they pay for that. And some of y'all would be, can't believe she said that, but that would be, if you do that in this order and then you add on those layers, just like weights, you add on weights, just like running, you add on time, but you had to do the first thing first. And if you look at any sacred book, or secular texts, they're all just a book of instruction. But the challenge is there's so much chatter going on in your mind and so much energy expenditure from outside indoctrinations that it triggers your silent ego to want to want to challenge that. But it's pretty simple. Get clear. That's Chan, how do you get clear? Well, it's a good book that says if you ask, you shall receive. The problem is you you don't like what you're receiving, but that wasn't a that wasn't an instruction. <laughs> You first need to get clear before you judge, get clear before you make a decision. If you're not fully clear, then you're doing these things out of order, which means you're not following instruction. So I, I would tell someone the easiest thing that I've ever mastered, I'm good at following instructions. I'm really good. I'm always, I'm an INTJ. If anyone knows us, we do have an advantage <laughs> with this is because we are literally wired that if we're not clear, we're completely immobilized. We, we will not do anything till we're clear. 
we ask a lot of questions naturally. But even that's just a predisposition. Someone said, well, I don't naturally do that. We all do it. We just do it at a heightened rate. But everybody is wired to get clear. So if I could ever say anything, if you're working with a coach or you're working with a partner, it isn't their responsibility to be clear. It's your responsibility to get clear. And I think that's the problem with people telling you, you're not clear. No, I'm clear. You're not clear. Clarity is your individual responsibility. It's not that of the other person. Now, sometimes people are confused in their talk, but that's very rare. It's that you're, you're confused in your receptivity of what they said. That's your responsibility too. So I would say always ask questions with a heart and desire for clarity and follow instructions. It didn't say follow instructions if you like them. It didn't say follow instructions <laughs> if they felt good. If you have decided to align in a space and it does not go beyond your ethics, morals, values, it doesn't hurt other people, there are some contingencies, then follow instructions. If you know it's from someone that means you no harm, follow instructions, because if you knew what you were doing, you wouldn't be talking to them. You wouldn't need clarity. You wouldn't need instructions. Instead of being, you would be doing. Because when you do, there is no talking. There's no, you're already clear. You're acting on it. So you can do it one of two ways. You can keep pushing, 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 right? I feel like OT Genesis, right? And, and get a result, or you can learn how to be in alignment and be effective. It's your choice. I would just rather get more for exerting less, right? We all would. More abundance, compounding, right? Letting my work environment, let my support, let my team, everything that's in your inventory really help you. And as you start doing it, you realize it's less you have to do and it's more about what you need to be. So those are my two gems. Get clear and follow instructions. Boom, boom. She sprinkled a little bit more. She gave me the big one and she sprinkled a little bit more in there too. Just like, hey, let me... Let me put some baguettes around this. You said baguettes. <laughs> bling. You really got the bling on there. Hey, right? you, you put the bling ring on them real quick. I just had to make sure that they knew what they just got. To Shan, as always, you are an absolutely phenomenal person. Your energy is absolutely infectious. And I hope everybody takes Aww. that at a minimum from this conversation on top of all of the information that you've given. Let the people know where they can follow you, where they can find you, where they can keep up with you and receive more of this energy that you're putting out. Yes, everybody. So my name again is Tashan Parks Twyman. And you can find me at tptwyman.com. I am TP Twyman on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. I spend most of my time between Clubhouse, LinkedIn, and Facebook, right? You can hit me sometimes on Twitter, but, and I do, my DMs are all open on all platforms. I may not be responding, so I'm going to tell you guys that is usually probably my assistant. So if you say, why did I didn't hit you back? Because I didn't know it was maybe not a relevant message. But if you really want to get direct contact with me, is it okay if I give up my phone number? You guys can call me or text me. It's cool. So listen, if you guys want to hit me directly, you can hit me up at 404-994-9424 and text me, right? If you have a question and you're saying, you know what? I want to know more. I, I really think it's time for me to do something. There's going to be two responses. If you want more information, you're going to get sit back with a link to give you more information. If you're saying, I want to do something to increase my energy well, as well as my effectiveness and efficiency so I can live the life that I want to live, then, you know, I'm going to send you an application or one of my assistants will give you a call. Because let me tell you this right now, you guys, I don't pick up the phone anymore, right? I'm giving you guys my phone number because it's empty, okay? But I'm not picking up the phone. 
And it's not because I think I'm better, but I do understand some concepts about energy. Like we talked about those three, four things. If three out of the four people are not ready to, they're not healthy, then guess what? They're not ready, but doesn't mean I send them away. You're not ready to do. See, when you come to me, we do. But then I still know how to get you the things, my team, services that we offer that can help get you ready, that can help you with your energy, mental and emotional. And it's funny, MT, that it's one of the things that I changed about the business this year is I said, what do you do the most in your business? I said, the most thing I do with the companies that I work with is I show them how to have a sustainable, scalable and personally satisfying business. What's the point? Can we please time out on making money and being miserable? Can we please time after 2020, 2021? Literally, 2021, it did. It was undefeated. 2020 was undefeated. 2021 is like, what? really? We, we, we start off like this already, right? So if you know now that you need to conserve as much energy, but you still want to be effective, there's a shift in what we need to do. And personal satisfaction needs to be a part of it. So if you want to shift something you need to do, personal satisfaction needs to be a part of your business. And it's now business is personal. Y'all know it's my personal philosophy. It is personal. I got tired. Sis is tired. Sis is tired. That's my target audience. Professional, they are tired. They realize it's more than life. I heard this somewhere, so I, I swiped it. Don't waste the best years of your life trying to be a public success and you're personally suffering. Because you keep making all this money. You hadn't bought anything yet to alleviate the pain. Now, don't run some of the pain can be alleviated with a lot of the money. You can get some of the right healing tools, but it don't go away. And that came from my personal experience. I think that accident was what I needed. It definitely wasn't what I wanted. Because <laughs> this eight years like, bro, what is going on, right? But it's what I needed. And I needed that because I needed to heal the wounds. I have made all this money so many years and I don't even remember what it feels like. I remember things I bought and things I don't even remember. There's, there was no connectedness to it. It was trying to fill a void and soothe hurts. And I was expending and, and we're taught to go do more to try to try to hurt the way, the pain away or whatever. And what you're doing is that you're outproducing the whole. And the longer you treat trying to outrun the whole, the whole gets bigger. That when life happens like the pandemic and your pause and the whole is catching up, my hole was like a Grand Canyon. Like I was like in the sunken place. I was like, what has happened? And I couldn't get out. I was like, we just have to sit here, right? This is not a place that you, that you want to be. So right now, whether it might be, it might just be a little ditch, you know, a well, you might have a Grand Canyon. If it is, you want to align your energy. You want to align your energy. So when, you, when I say, where can you find me? You can find me in a lot of places. Can you connect with me? Not necessarily because I protect my energy. Because three out of four people aren't healthy. And right now, the only thing that's complimentary to collaborate is healthy. Now, who I service is everyone else. If you are those everyone else's, my services are for you. My services help you get from hurt whole to hurt and hurt to healing. That when now you're ready to do the damn thing, then those are the people who are my one-on-one clients. So we have the info products. We have the books. We have the group coaching. We have the community. Those are there. So I, you're not, I'm not leaving you. I, what I want to avoid is that well, she ain't to give out her number, but she ain't pick up. I'm telling you, I don't pick up the phone because I don't know who's who, right? But I do have an intake team. I do look over every application. I do listen to the energy. We act accordingly. So you guys can find me there. You know, always chit chat with MT on Instagram. We have a great, great time. But yeah, if you really want to find me the most, I'm either on Clubhouse LinkedIn, Facebook. Yes, my DMs are open on Instagram. 
and Twitter and everyone else. But yeah, I don't check them. That's right. Though. Everybody's sliding in them DMs, girl. Oh, they do. <laughs> you know, people slide in my my people slide in my DMs. But you know, I realize I've always given an aura like, don't I don't have resting bitch face, but it's like, oh, you're, yeah, thanks. But you say it in public because you already know, like. You know, and the thing, or they, or they teeter totter around it. Cause I'm not out there doing thirst trap videos. I'm like, wait till I get the rest of this summer body back. I'm still not going to do thirst trap videos. Right. And I'm thonging it up on the G on the ground. Like, I mean, that's the kind of energy you're giving uh, out. You go girl. Doing the right, but if she gives that kind of energy. I'd be liking the girl's pics. Like you go girl. Yes. I saw one girl and I was like, Jesus, I want to give out that. Like you go. I'm happy. But that's the thing. It's just not me. So I was, it's not me. It's not about true. being positive. Like we don't, just cause something's not you don't mean you have to hate on the other person. Right. Boom. That's all right. That's all right. We go, we go make sure that everybody gets everything that okay. you put out there, girl, without okay. a shadow of a doubt. Tashan, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you as always for coming on. Guest community metric mate team. Appreciate y'all for joining us for another metric mate podcast. Another amazing guest, a lot of great information, and hopefully you've been able to grow from the energy that we put out without a shadow of a doubt. That is the base bottom purpose of all of this is to show you people that are achieving in this time, in the same time that you're living in, and the energy that we try to maintain to make sure that we can reach those levels, which involve physical, mental, spiritual, whole awakening of the energy and fitness and gathering of thine self and clarity. Yes. That's the chance said. So take advantage of all of this. Thank you again to Shan for, for bringing Aww. us into your space and into your world. Make sure y'all follow her. She puts out a lot of great content and you can use that to continue to push forward through your plateaus and your PRs. Until next time, y'all, it's been another Metro May podcast. This is your boy, Brother MT. Y'all be safe out there. Peace. Man, thanks everybody for joining us for another Metric Mate Minute. We appreciate everybody that comes through and shows us love in the Metric Mate community. Make sure that you stop over at themetricmate.com to find out more information about the podcast, about what we're doing, any of our blog information, the transcript of the show, and just to show us massive support. Also remember to follow us on social media at Metric Mate. Check us out, y'all. Peace. <laughs>